Welcome to Badass Besties. Hello, world. Hello, hello, hello. That's Miss Glam stepping in because Mo Hazel is running out of things to say. I appreciate you, girl. We're going to come up with a standard opening so you no longer have to think. I know, because Mo Hazel's tired. I'd be (laughs) tired. All right, so how are you doing today, Miss Glam? I am fabulous because Miss Mo Hazel made me my drink tonight. That's right. Give me credit for something. I was bartending. I was cocktails in this this mug. Yes, Frederick was slacking. I mean, He's I put the ice in the shaker and I right shook it. Right along with tech support. Shaking, not stirred. It was good. It was 007 style, man. It was man. good. I'm, I'm really liking this peach stuff. Do you like the peach stuff or do you like the Ciroc? I love the Soraka. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to get into the weekly delight? Yes. All right. Weekly delight. It's where we take a person, place, a thing, an inspirational quote. It can be books. It can be Soraka. It can be Maracas. Really? I'm, I'm, Lord, but nonetheless, mercy. it's where we take our favorite things of the week. We tell it to you out there in the land because it's what's making us happy. It's what's keeping us pumped. And it's what's getting us through the day. So with that being said, Miss Glam, you are up first. So just caveat, my weekly delight is more of a, woo, thank God, versus yay type weekly delight. Okay. So a little background. This year, COVID happened. So we're all a little scatterbrain, right? Do you understand my pain? Do you oh, understand? you want me to answer? Yes. <laughs> um. Sure, yes. Who else is in this room I'm talking to? I thought you were talking to the audience. Oh. I, I was... Giving you your platform. Really? I have an HR certification called the PHR. You have to renew every three years. This is my third year. Uh I had to renew this year. Uh I was planning for it because, you know, you have to take certain certifications or get certain certification credits to make sure you are able to recertify. Okay. So I have my credits, but I forgot to renew. I think they changed it where you have to renew in your birthday month. Okay. So it was supposed to expire the 31st of August. Thank God someone called me and was like, um, you need to renew. You have 30 days. I had all the credits. So it really was just me loading up all of my, you know, the numbers that show that I had the credits or the certificates of completion from classes I've taken. So I did that. And within two hours, I got my approved. You've been recertified. Yay. So that's my weekly delight. Girl, I'm so still your weekly P- delight is you're still employed. I'm, I am still have my PHR certification. And I do not have to take that ridiculously long four-hour test. Whoop, whoop. Yes. And you still got your job. Yes. That's good. How do you feel? Do you feel all certified? I feel like I don't have to do this shit again for three years. (laughs) (laughs) Let's drink to that. Yes. All right. Well, my weekly delight is uh, in a totally different different field. Just a series of day dating with my my hubby. We went to see Tenant in the movie theater, and uh, you saw a movie. When During I tell COVID? you, listen, can I tell you how many people were in the theater? Ask me how many people were in the theater. Oh, she didn't tell me this before the show, y'all. Like, ask me how many people uh-uh. were in the theater. No. No, seriously. Ask me how many people were in the theater. I think I caught COVID, y'all. Ask me how many people were in the theater. How many? Just us. But you sat on seats someone else with COVID could have sat on. 
I mean, do you go to the grocery store? That's beside the point. Okay, I need food. Exactly. Exactly. I needed entertainment. I did it safely. We did it with masks, and there's no one in the theater but us. Did you sanitize? I mean, you bathe? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> what kind of question is that? Anyways, we saw Tenet in the theaters because um, Tech Support is a big movie head, and Tenet was... Um, highly anticipated and they wanted to release in theaters but when it was some sense of normalcy and when i tell you we were in the big huge imax theater and there was nobody in it but us it was awesome i now understand why people have home theaters i want one um and then we did oh, another day day support will never hear this no i mentioned it and but we're not getting it we can't afford it i said if we're rich though oh, okay i told him yeah we had the disclaimer like man if we're rich that's what i want we also did another day date on a different day and we went to a breakfast spot in our hometown not our hometown but in our yeah i guess it's hometown now right would you call it hometown orange park is jacksonville it's the same thing. Yes, but I'm saying it could be hometown. It's, it's where the, we reside, right? It's, no. Hometown is where, where you're from. So then yes. where is it where you're at now? Where, where I I'm live. At. Where I live. Where, <laughs> eh, that doesn't sound fun. Where I'm at. Where I live. <laughs> Anyways, so in the city of Orange Park, Your which current is where we reside. city of residence. <laughs> our residential city. Um, Orange Park is Jacksonville. It doesn't matter. It's a different zip code with a different mayor, but we went to a really? uh, breakfast because spot called Grumpy's. Jacksonville yeah. has like 50 million zip codes. Yes, but we can't vote for the rights Fine. I will in Jacksonville. Give, I will give you that. I feel you on it until it's time to vote on stuff. Then it's like, oh, you're Orange Park. Oh, now we're defining. Okay, cool. Cool. Well, hey. <laughs> Y'all don't have to have JA, so guess what? I, do. I don't feel sorry for you. So what she's talking about is electricity company. It is a big difference in regard to electricity, for sure. Like, I can leave the lights on all damn day, and my bill will be pretty close to the same. I miss You do I miss one Clay. hour, and it's like, how many people lived here for a week? Exactly. <laughs> I but, miss Clay. Uh, yeah. And they give you money back. Like, yes, you get credit. It's like a co-op. Ah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. I remember, like, the year after I left, I got a check. Uh-huh. You don't uh-huh. get no checks from JA. No. <laughs> nah, not unless somebody's suing <laughs> on behalf of the whole city. <laughs> and you don't even get the check. It's like, we'll credit your account. Exactly. And then the following month, it went up again because of taxes. But it's all good. Uh, yeah. But um, so we went to a little breakfast, lunch, brunch type pub called Grumpy's. That was pretty cool. And then we went to, uh, don't roll your eyes, Miss Glam, but we went to like a little plant nursery and I got another plant. He went plant shopping with me. Better him than me. I know. So we just, we had some free time and we were just like, and there's nothing on the calendar. Let's keep it that way. Let's just figure it out. And we didn't do anything really extravagant, but it was just like different. Different little let's do this here let's do that there so it like was just y'all very live in the same house and see each other day in no and we day do out. and see that's the thing so we do but you take for granted you're so used to your day-to-day or you know you come in and you talk about work it was just feeling like we could frolic and play and that was cool that so i'm advice? making it yeah you got to frolic and play you see each other every day listen it's kind of like we had that episode with boris and nicole yeah we had that episode with boris and nicole and you know they're talking about keeping it fresh you do you kind of have to keep it fresh i mean we don't look at it like that but we just look at it as nobody needs 
us, let's run away. <laughs> let's just get busy and But you could have left something. him at home and you could have did something with me. We are, and that might be my next weekly delight. No, You're jumping ahead. Like, no, it's not that. You see him all the time. Ugh, you could have hung you know out what? with me. You know what? I bet if I would have called, <laughs> I, was I working can't that hang day. With so, you right now. I know for a fact I couldn't hang out with her because her free day was everybody else is at work making money day. We ain't all able. I just wanted to be known because I feel like you're trying to get me in trouble with work. I was no, it was an off day. Annual leave. Yeah, no, it was an off. <laughs> isn't it your off day? It was my off day. It's your, it's your standard off yes, day. Yes, I just feel like you were setting me up to say we were playing. No, hooky. no, we're just both she sick. wasn't playing hooky. Yeah, yeah, she just off like that all the time. But we ain't all able like that. You know, on your half day Fridays, you can come hang with me. That's beside the You see points. what I'm saying? She got like beside plans all to points. herself. Don't be like, hey, let's, I'm going to come to your house and eat lunch. Let's, I, I'm stop by. Where you want me to stop? That's beside the point. You see what I'm saying? But I make up that time every week. I work nine hours or more. Do you every see why Monday you, Thursday. you have to have a day of just frolic and play? But I don't frolic and play on Fridays. I have tasks and duties. That's the difference between me and you, Miss Glam. <laughs> I just say responsibilities, not today. <laughs> I literally will look at that to-do list and be like, back away, Satan. Back away. Not today. Are we ready for the topic? We are ready. All right. So the topic is BF dot 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 forever? Question mark, question mark. So when you have people in your life that are supposed to be your ride or dies, you know, and it doesn't have to necessarily be best friends. This could be just friends in general, you know, just the people you spend time with, the people you fellowship, celebrate highs and lows. The older you get, the number decreases and more and more you see yourself just dwindling from 10 friends to eight friends to four friends to two to one to now it's just you. So we were pondering this topic and actually Miss Glam to your credit, you kind of came to the table with it, but you brought an aha of some reality. How many of us, when we get old, will really have the same friends when we get old? Like, where will they be? Do you fear not having friends and just kind of being alone in the world. What are your thoughts on this, Miss Glenn, before we kind of really jump into it? I think it's more of a question for you because I don't have any friends. You have one. Well, yeah, you. And you're going to be here. What if I have amnesia? You you can't forget me. I'm unforgivable. So you'll be, you mm-hmm. know, the one with the napkin, you know, catching my dribble and drool and, you know, doing my hair. I ain't changing your <laughs> shitty pamper. <laughs> That's what I'm not going to do. You better get the maid. You better get your, your nurse. I'm like, I'm going to need... I'm going to ring the bell for it. I smell something. I want to check this girl depends. Like, I'll fix her lunch. You get the depends and we'll meet back in the middle. Break. No, but I mean, like, that's a real thought. Like, you brought it up and you're like, really? Like, what is the reasons for why people sometimes end up being with less friends or even to the point where they have no friends by the time they get old? And to be like, fair, like, old, I read it in an article that said, I think it was Chris Rock that was saying, like, their one child, their one grandchild that's taking care of them. 
what happened to all their friends in life. And we talked about a little bit and I don't know if it's they're old too and they can't get to their friends or, you know, they've gone about their life and drifted apart. Like I always wondered that, like that person who was your bestie, your ride and die. And they don't have to be best friends. I mean, you expect them more so than regular friends and associates, but just any friends. Cause like, I don't know who my grandmother's best friend is. I don't know. You know, so a couple things. Let's back up. So you said you stumbled upon an article where Chris Rock brought up the concept of when people get older, you rely on that one child. And even when you say you have more than one, it seems like it's just like one child or one grandchild that ends up doing the brunt of the work while everybody else kind of just fades in the background. Correct? Yes. Okay. So one, and and we'll go to the the family aspect too, because I do want to tap on that for a little bit too, but not too deep because really the question was family is going to do, even if it's just one person, somebody's going to try and take care of you. At least that's the hope. That's somewhat a feeling of a guarantee. And we know in life, if you, you peel the whole world off, it may not happen, but in reality, you feel like family is going to take care of family. That's just kind of how you grew up for the most part thinking. But friends aren't guarantees. But, you know, the concept of friends is that they're going to be there for you and your your good times and your bad. Well, clearly when you're get, getting up in age, there's going to be a little bit more bad than good. And it's not to say that they're not a happy person. It's just bones are going to hurt. You know, medical appointments are going to kick in. Spending time because you don't have much on your schedule to do. It's not like you have to go to work. You don't have anything but the house as a responsibility and taking care of yourself. Sometimes your biggest responsibility is making sure you take your pills. Where are these friends? Even if it's just to help you laugh to get through the day. Exactly. Like I don't see Golden Girls in real life. You know, listen, Golden Girls might've been a vital show more than we think. And here's why, because you're absolutely right. That's not a reality. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying they're unicorns because it is highly unlikely that four friends, well, really three it's sets fr- of friends and then and, yeah. and, and, and a mother-daughter duo. Um, the mother-daughter duo was possible. So Dorothy and Sophia, that concept would have been normal. But in reality, the whole Rose, Blanche, and Dorothy, you know, moving in together type scenario because, you know, they each were in a place in their life where husbands were no longer in the picture. Kids were either grown up raising their families or not even living in the same city. And it's like, you just kind of don't want to be alone and you're looking for a roommate or a a, a comrade to kind of keep you for your days. And I don't see that in reality happening. And I love what I loved about the show is it brought the possibility that it very well can happen and they very well can be important and they very well can um, function and, and it can work. It can truly work. And it not only heightens your friendship to a whole nother level because you truly do need each other a lot more than you think. I mean, mm-hmm. every other episode, somebody was going through something. I remember seeing Sophia being by herself and missing her um, her husband and, you know, finding companionship with these random guys. You know, she was getting her dating on just kind of like the other ones, but it always boiled down to just 
really being lonely and missing her husband. Um, the other ladies were just kind of in that place of, I'm still young enough to live my life. But Sophia suffered with the whole, but I feel alone, mm-hmm. you know? And even she was at one point at the beginning of the show in a nursing home, Shady Pines. Yeah, I remember that. Right? Mm-hmm. And she really just felt like she was so disconnected from her family. And it wasn't until she got kicked out of Shady Pines that the daughters, because she had two daughters and Dorothy took her, that she felt like, okay, I, I have my family. And even watching that relationship deepen because she is the one that's readily there. Mm-hmm. Her pussycat. Yes. Her pussycat always take care of her. So you just see these relationships deepen and you see them really kind of just go through it. But you're right. The only time I think I I see some semblance of that show is, and I've not seen it with my own eyes, but the only thing I can think of is, you know, they have those retirement communities. I'm sure in there, they're friendly because they have planned social events. That place that's um, in Orange Park. That retirement community. Yeah. I'm sure like there they have, they're friendly with their neighbors because they all live in that same community where they do dances and whatever they do as far as activities. And they have but, the same commonality too. Yeah, but in everyday life. Have their grandkids over. In everyday life where you have, you know, elderly person living by themselves. I don't necessarily see like. My grandmother, I know like her neighbors, like she knows who her neighbors are and they talk and they're friendly. But if God forbid something happens, she went to the hospital, they ain't visiting the hospital. Yeah. You know what I saw a lot of too? Um, So when my grandmother and um, before my um, grandpa passed away and they lived in an apartment complex because they downsized, sold their, you know, sold their house and moved into an apartment. You know, you had your family that would come through, but Mm -hmm. you know what I saw a lot of? One, not the the friends of the same age, but a lot of like young kids or a lot of like young mothers that needed Mm -hmm. that help. And it was like they got this friendship because they both needed something. I got to work. I need my kid taken care of. I don't trust daycare, but you seem really nice. And then they have this. Well, you know, I feel needed. I feel wanted. I feel mm, yep. appreciated. And, and I feel that love. And, you know, we're having conversations and I'm giving them wisdom. So I do see a lot more the common... Um, Helping someone else and yeah. get, getting a purpose out of it. Yeah what, I, yeah. what I see is, like you said, a lot of just the young people finding connections with the older people. And there's something to give and take on both ends. I used to tailgate with some um, older people and they would, they lived at the beaches. So they'd all get together and kind of go to the bar, but it wasn't like to just really go drinking, but to go dancing and, but it was couples. But I noticed too, even in doing that, sometimes when one loses their spouse, it changes the whole dynamic of that Mm. grouping because it's like, I don't know how to comfort. It forces them to think about and, you know, mm. it, it just might be just the guilt of, well, I have mine or the the sorrow of, I can't even imagine, so I don't have any words to say. And so that person starts to feel isolated, unfortunately, um, to kind of deal with their new reality of being alone. I've noticed that too. I don't know. But why do you think? Let's just, you know, we kind of went all over the place with it, but what are your thoughts too? Just uh, I, I've been doing a I lot mean, of talking. What I, are your thoughts on why older people tend to be 
without friends. I'm trying to, I guess, assume innocence and and choose the lesser of the evil of not that they fell out or they're not friends anymore, but more from the standpoint of like m- my grandmother can't, you know, she's relying on us to get her places because she can't drive. You know, she can't drive anymore. So granted, if she said, I want to go to my friend's house, we take her. But like, she can't get there on her own. So I I don't know if her friends can't get to her. That type of thing. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Unfortunately, as you get older in life, you start losing people. If along the way, she's the last one standing. Like I know she calls people, but most of the people that she tells me she calls, they're family. Yeah. So it's not really your kids like end up really being your friends. It's not like or grandkids. Oh, I grew up with, you know, so and so. We went to school together. It's like, oh, that's your aunt so and so. So I don't know. You know, now here's the thing. Here's what I've learned too. Like you actually brought it that brought that up about the communities that um that pop up in regard to older communities fifty five and above to where um They can have housing, but the whole community is people of this about to retire or retirement age type lifestyle. Um, Not only is it a great area to live in for them because again, they, they all have the same wants. They don't want anybody who's partying hard Mm -hmm. next door to them. And, you know, but at the same token, you have a neighbor that understands your normal needs and wants at this age. And, you know, it kind of, you may not talk to each other, but you feel like you have a comfort that you're not alone. Um, And they do social engagements. And they do social engagements. But to bring to your point, the whole point of, just that community of how vital it is to, you know, if you have grandparents or parents taking them to um, these uh, senior centers or possibly considering, you know, moving to these communities because you're more likely to make friends with new people. You make new friends. My grandmother goes and plays bingo at a senior citizen um, facility and you know, she tells me about, you know, the couple that comes in and they always sit by each other. And, you know, the one lady that'll come in and if she comes in late, she gets mad if you're sitting in her seat. You just have these friends and, and, and you just have this uh, sense of, I got something to do and it's important and it's vital. It seems simple, but it's very vital to kind of get older people involved with things mm-hmm. like that because you feel less alone. And, you know, for the longest time when we had my grandmother, when we first took her after my um, grandpa died, all she saw was just us unless family came to visit. I was the visitor. My puppy was the visitor. Mm-hmm. My spouse was the visitor. And, you know, my my in-laws, you know, it wasn't friends because she had moved away. She had now I wonder if with- that's what it is when your parents are older and they move to live near or with their kids a lot of times that happens yeah especially when you retire think about it Mm. a lot of times when people retire they sell their home they're ready to downsize and they move somewhere else they move closer with their kids if their kids moved away so now they're not in where their friends and stuff were well that makes sense and then too if you don't have kids you want to move to a place where you feel good to live in like maybe your desire is to live by the beach or maybe your desire is to live in the country because mm. you don't want that city pace or maybe you know you just want to move out the country and mm. try something different but and it sounds great on paper but you forget when you get over there it's just you and your spouse yeah. or just you yeah and you have to kind of force yourself to make friends and sometimes it just doesn't happen you know or maybe your friends were your coworkers and when you retire oh i didn't think about that 
sometimes if you're retiring different from them, you kind of have to force yourself to really, because uh, their, bu- their life is still busy, you know? Yeah, and I wonder if that is, you know, as you get older, you know, you have kids and grandkids and you stretch kind of thin, especially two, three kids can turn into, you know, eight, 10 grandkids real quick. Yeah. I think it's important to have hobbies too. And that's okay. So here's another thing. And I know we didn't really aim it for this, but you know what I hear a lot of sometimes people they're ready to retire, but when you ask them, Hey, so what are you going to do? This is a new chapter in your life. What are you going to do? There are a lot of people that says, have not a clue. Oh, I know. My I don't mom will retire. I don't have a clue or I I'm ready to retire, but I don't know what's going to happen. Now, what? my my mom retired, but what? she retired early. Hey, cuz it just made sense. Like if she would have kept working, she'd have retired with less money. So sure. it didn't make sense. So she retired real early, meaning like before she turned 50. Right. Um which is beautiful by the way. Yes. I remember vividly when she retired. First 3 months pure hell my mother drove me crazy why she got bored real quick can i come clean your house can i shampoo your carpet can i can i can i wait if what you, wait she just wanted something to do no, there's all kind of things that i'm i'm seeing here one why wouldn't you let her do that and two why does she want to do that like she likes doing stuff like that she had done it like her house was you take a white glove and oh my god yeah. She was bored. Yeah. Extremely bored. That's why she wanted to do it because she had nothing else to do. And you if wouldn't you don't... let her? You wouldn't let her? So are you okay with coming home and just finding, you know, your carpet soaking wet? Like, don't walk on the carpets. Like, really? If they're going to dry, like, is she damaging your... No, she's not. Okay. Then no. I have no problem. <sighs> <laughs> apparently my, fact, apparently my mother had a, like, the wrong do I daughter need to pay you is this free my mama drove me crazy you would just come home and she was like oh but i just i just wanted to clean your couch Miss clams mama if you ever get bored <laughs> mo hazel so, has um a to-do list i was like pick whatever you want find something to do Find something to do. And yeah. she did. She got another job. She just started working. It was supposed to be something to occupy her time. Mm-hmm. And then she started moving up. I went, but I thought this was supposed to be your fun, mindless job. Why are all of a sudden you the shift supervisor and you stress? It's supposed to be a I do nothing job. Why? Maybe sometimes people, I mean, you know. When she we just are, couldn't help it. She was like, they're stupid. They're yeah, like, but, they're doing it wrong. But no, I'm saying like, we all grew up. Or most of us grew up, you know, with this work ethic. Yeah, that's part of it. we don't have to shut it. it off. And yeah. sometimes that work ethic can kind of bleed into our personal life in the sense of you work she and then you come system. home exactly. and then you don't do anything. And you it's almost like you repeat. You go to work, you come home, you eat dinner, you go to bed, you wake up and start all over again. And there's no real time to really have a life, especially if your life were your kids raising them like maybe maybe it's because we got so consumed with our every day that now you don't have time for friends or maybe you do but it's like it's got to be based on an activity but now your kids are grown and you know now it's just work 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 because we're trying to work to get our money right to retire and then when it's time to retire and slow down we don't know how to or we don't know what to do because we never made time for us as individuals to have hobbies to have interests meet new people and have these different experiences with people and maybe when it comes time to retire and when you get older you find yourself kind of so used to just being home 
because that's what you did when you got off work, that you realize you don't have friends outside of work. Like, can you see yourself hanging with these same people that you joke with at the water cooler? You know, now it's time to, uh, you know, live your life and, you know, go on vacations and, you know, maybe take some art classes or go to free events and just live. Do you have the same interest? Because what was common was work. Do you think that that might be a part of it? We get so consumed in our, our life. And when that drastically changes to an emptiness kind of chapter in our life, the choice to keep it empty is now on us. And maybe we just don't. I know when my mom was working, she did do more stuff. She was more active when she was working Mm -hmm. than when she retired. Mm -hmm. Meaning like, I wonder if it's the, I work hard, so therefore I must, you know, enjoy my free time for when you're, then when you're retired and it's just like, ah, I got all the time in the world. I'll do that tomorrow. I'll go see so-and-so tomorrow. I'll, I'll go do that, whatever. Versus, oh, if I don't do it now, I ain't gonna have time. I get on my grandma all the time because she'd be like, it's Wednesday. And I'm going, it's Monday. Don't do that. Or it'd be Friday and she goes, oh yeah, I guess it's Thursday. Don't do that. Like tomorrow I'm off. She don't know because she don't go to work. Don't be either speeding back my week or making me have extra time. Like either way you give me extra time. Like don't do that. I need you to be aware of the days. Must be nice. I mean, but in reality, is it nice? Yeah, I joke with her that, you know, like, I'm sure she's glad to be retired because yes, they worked. Of course. They earned that. Know, 20, they earned their retirement check. It was yeah. hard work. Yeah, for sure. Like for my grandma, because she can't get around on her own, she has to be relying on others. I know that must suck. My mom doesn't have the issue. She can, do or she can go wherever she wants. She isn't as active as she was like she used to. I mean, she may go out and do things and maybe she just don't tell me. I don't know. I guess I... I mean, is it possible that as a... And I'm speaking for people who have that family dynamic, you know, with the ones who have kids, because that's what the Chris Rock statement came from. You've put so much of your family needs before your own. Is it quite possible that when you get to this place of emptiness, is it possible that the immediate thing is I need a break I'm taking this break I've earned this retirement break of not having to deal with anybody's stuff I mean maybe grandkids and that's a new you know little bonus and nugget but outside of grandkids my kids are grown I don't have to worry about them anymore. And now it's time for me to put my health first because I have not put my health first. Odds are most parents have not put their health before the needs of their child, the needs of their spouses, the needs of work. They just haven't put themselves first. And maybe people who choose not to engage and and have friends or continue their friendships at this time is because they need some, you know, uh, long overdue me time. I need to go to my health appointments because you know what? I do notice that a lot. Yes, um, they have lots of doctor's appointments. I, I swear, neighbor, my grandma goes every yeah, week. I have a neighbor that retired and I noticed the first thing they did is they started walking more and they made sure they went to their appointments. It's like, this is the time to do a checkup on me. And then they find out sometimes that they got stuff wrong. So then you got to do what you got to do to get that in shape. Mm-hmm. And time now has gone by. And then you just kind of get set in your ways of, but I'm taking care of me 
me. You know what I mean? And maybe that kind of leads to it. I mean, it, it's got to be possible, but maybe it's the whole, I put so many people first. This is the first time in my new chapter of life that I get to put me first and I have to truly focus on me. And it's almost kind of like I have to be tunnel vision with it. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. Right? I mean, it's highly possible because it seems like I do see a lot of people that when they retire, the first thing they focus on is their health. I don't know. I mean, like, my mom didn't do that. But like I said, my mom retired a lot younger. She retired when she was still in good health. Yeah. So she's just now focusing on... But what about your dad? Didn't he retire, like, normal age or older? Yeah, but he... Because he's prior military, VA and stuff, you have so many doggone checkups all the doggone time. Sure. So he... He was always focused or I won't say focused for his health because he doesn't do the healthy stuff he should, mm-hmm. but he always had doctor's appointments and stuff. And honestly, I think he's retired, but he's still, oh my God, he goes places and does, and he's active. You know, my stepsister and brother are much younger. He still has Youth. reason to do all that. Youth. Yeah. And, and then his younger, grandbaby and all that stuff. family members in his house. Yeah. Maybe that's what keeps you, keeps you young. You know, I just feel like there's got to be two different ways and just having a game plan and not, and I'm trying to figure out which is better. Having the game plan of when I retire, I'm going to volunteer more. I'm going to take, you know, take more walks and join a gym or I'm going to travel, like getting your, your spiritual or your physical being together. Like, is that the best thing to do? Like, is that seemingly to be the best medicine? The best advice? And I don't know. Having a game plan? And I don't know if you really can have a game plan, but like in terms of unfortunately as you get older and older you know you start losing people so I wonder if part of the reason friends aren't around because like I'm comparing you know my grandmother versus my dad like I hear him give out friends names still oh yeah I talked to so-and-so or I talked to so-and-so social media makes it I think I bet you and and that was a boom for older people being on social media too yeah they've been able to rekindle friendships and find friends yeah, because over the years you've moved, yeah. you, you know, were focused on kids, like you lost touch and now you're able to reconnect. My grandma's not on social media. Sure. I know she keeps in touch with family and stuff, but like, I don't hear her talking about friends. I don't hear her talking about friends. I mean, what did she Neighbors. do after she retired? She moved here. Okay, so she moved. Yeah. To be closer to her kids. Uh, No. Because the only kid that was here was my mom. She moved here to help my mom take care of us. Okay, so she moved for a kid. Sure. And then your kids, kid, your kid kids grew up. I mean, because that's, that happens. People move to be with their grandkids and then the grandkids grow up. And then it's now you're older and you focus so much on that. You didn't have time for friends. And if you're not social media savvy or if you're not wanting to be that social butterfly that maybe you once were or could be because the Um, most people who visit her are people who are kids who she no kids who she babysitted for come back and visit kids who we grew up with will visit her that young um yeah like they're my age it's like oh yeah she's like my grandma you know they come visit her it's not like friends her age who oh yeah we went to high school together or oh yeah we know each other from so-and-so 
it's more of the younger, you know, because they all call it grandma. Now, I know I have seen some of the ladies that I've worked with that um, when they retired, they now, you know, some of them have been divorced or some of them, their spouses didn't get to make it to retirement or maybe some of them just been single, you know, their whole career. I noticed like there's these groups now that like travel, you know mm. what I mean? Like if it's the solos, but it's like these groups, like let's be a travel group of say 30 people, but all of us are solo travelers and we're just going to bond over this experience. And some know each other, some don't, but that was like a thing. I don't know if I will partake in that, but you know, when you retire and that's the other thing too, if you have a spouse, you two are doing the conversation of how are we going to spend our new phase? And then you're living it and then life happens and one of you passes away. And the thought was you're going to enjoy your retirement together and you've invested. Sometimes I've seen couples to where they do everything together. They go to theater, they go to concerts or they go to events. They're very involved in their community. But when that one spouse dies, they invested all their eggs in the one friend. Mm. And that is their, their well, partner. And then not just that. And that's devastating. But Here's the thing too, like even when you have those travel groups and stuff like that, when something's wrong, if something happens to you health-wise, they ain't visiting you in the hospital. Or if they do visit you in the hospital, just to go, oh, I'm so sorry. Here's some balloon, here's some flowers. Like they're not taking care of you. I think the relationships are based on a specific, it's categorized. Yes. Um, It's categorized to where it's like, this is for travel. And yeah, we can kind of talk and, you know, maybe you show me pictures of your grandkids or your kids and we kind of talk about how proud we are of our family members and all that or talk about good old days and you know back in the day I used to do this and mm-hmm. da, 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 and share these little stories but it's just stories to help with this moment of so, being present but then when you go home that's not your present reality of they're going to pick up the phone and call that's not the dynamic of your relationship the dynamic is to travel or the dynamic is that's your bowling team your dynamic is that's the people I go golfing with but they're not your true friends so you is that kinda, how it and like and I guess that's part of it is when you get older you have less true friends and more I think specific what, activity people who you do that with I think what I'm hearing a lot of as we kind of delve into it and kind of just kind of dissect it and just play around with the thoughts of it because clearly it was a topic of huh I wonder and we just kind of wanted to just ramble on air about it the more and more I hear us kind of talk about these different people who've done different things over the years it sounds like when you're you when you're thinking of your future especially when you're thinking of the future of you growing old not all the people that you if you create your basket so small of who you see your future with it really will be less or slim options when you get old of who's going to be around if you put all your baskets of me and my spouse are going to move to i don't know uh nevada and just live our lives we either going to be with our grandkids or we're not that's not your grandkids game plan to stay in nevada when they get older you know what i mean so when you're thinking of your future, maybe it's, you got to think about your friends being involved with it too. Like, hey, do I want to move? I have a great community of friends here. They may not visit. They may get caught up in their grandkids as I'm getting caught up in mine. They may, you know, we may not have the same. What I hear, bitch, is like all, you don't move. You are my only egg in my little basket. What you trying to say, bitch? Well, you got tech support too. So what you, you got trying two to say? eggs in your little basket. You got your niece in the basket. She's not 
She moved to Canada. To is what she said. She, she said she moved to Canada. She ain't staying long. It's cold up there. It snows. But she may not stay in Jacksonville. Our parents. It's assumptive that our parents are going to go before us. So there's that. And then you know, cousins and friends. They all have their own little mini. That's not you. You avoid the question. What? But you avoid the question. What's the question? You my only egg in my basket. You take care of me. I ask. I'm gonna ask you first. Uh uh-uh. uh. I've already asked the question. No. Only reason why I ask is because I've gotten an answer before. I will take care of you. Okay. Well, then I'll take care of you. Oh, it's a tit for tat? Actually, no, it wasn't. It oh, okay. Was a, it was a reality. I will, it was a reality I will take check. care of you. We can't live together, but I'll take care of you. You don't have to. I, you know, my my house should be paid off. I'm not trying to. I'm trying to. <laughs> we keep can live it. next door to each other. Matter of fact, but, you see that Ben Ben, that big Ben over there. Yeah, that will still be here when we get old. Cherish I'm, it. I you might gonna like it when we get trash. old? Because when you get old and you can't see that bright light, you're gonna be like, turn the light on. I can't see. It's st- I still can't put the big Ben on. Just put it on. I can't see. Really? I can't see the microphone. Is hey, is it on? <laughs> Can you hear me out there in the land? Um, no, listen, I you and I think that's just I think that's just a part of it. To me, the aha I got of it is when I'm planning for my future, I need to make sure that I am not just basing it solely around my immediate environment. That I need to include my friends. I need to include my bestie. I need to include all the things that got me through and got me to retirement and maybe don't off put it so readily because a view of the lake sounds much better mm. or I want to see my grandbabies grow up. You have to keep in mind your grandbabies are going to get to a certain age and they don't want always want to hang out with grandma and grandpa. They're not. They're going to want to hang out with their friends. They're going to want to, yeah. you know, spend the night at, you know, Susie's house or little Johnny's house, you know, and, and, and they want to go camping and they want to, and you're including people, but that's not their dream. Retirement dreams are not everybody's dream because people are still working, kids grow up, friends move away, or you move away from those friends. Your activities are based on if you're going out the house or not. And then with the world evolving, whether you know, yeah. whether we like it or not, technology is going to change on us when we get old. Right now we know Facebook, but it might be something else completely different that we're going to be like begging our grandbabies to teach us how to do it. And we just hope that they I remember back teach us. in the day where we had iPhones. <laughs> Right. So what is this gadget? Well, 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 bring back the iPhone. What was wrong? It's a smartphone. Grandma, that's not a smartphone anymore. Baby, it was smart when I was coming up. <laughs> what you mean? What do we mean? What, what, what is this? We, what happened to FaceTime? We don't have FaceTime no more. Nope. Now people just appear in your face. Baby, like you we just... got a hologram, Grandma. <laughs> we have holograms now. Baby, I don't want the the the. I, that would scare me. <laughs> Is it like a pop up book? What's going on? You know, it's just techn. All these things are going to yeah. change, and if we're not keeping up with it, and we just kind of stay in our little walls, it's going to go right by with us. And maybe that's the aha. You know, one, you have to realize that retirement vision. The people you include in it might not be your vision. They may not. They may. They may have other visions. And that's not fair. And then two, we have so much visions of our immediate families or, or, yeah, and spouses included, your immediate family just being surrounded by them because either we worked too hard and we didn't get a chance to, or maybe you want to be far away because I raised them. I'm done. I'm not watching these grandkids. I'm living my life with my man or my woman or my partner, and we just going to do it up. And that's fine too. But you know, you've then moved and isolated yourself. So you got to build your village again. 
Yeah. You got to realize it's bigger than your immediate village. Maybe you think that's the aha? I don't know. What's your final thought? What do you think? What did you get out of this rambleness of, you know, what it's like to be older? I need to talk to my grandma. You need to get more wisdom from your grandma. I need to talk to my grandma and find out where her friends are. And that's something, you know what? And that's a good point too. Making sure you keep your, you know, they help raise you for the most part or they adored you and they they uh, were very happy to see you become adults maybe as grandchildren we need to kind of check on our grandparents and maybe oh, I take talk to my advantage every of day. yes not all do because I, I talk to my grandma too I don't do it every day but I do it a lot you know, and I make sure I spend time with her. You are really good with that. No, I, just, I mean, my, but your grandma talks. My grandmother, yeah. she's very quiet. So if I call, but me it, it's and my like grandma are really close. We're very, close we're very. Grandma too. No, meaning like we're very similar. And oh yes, yeah, yes. like we weren't always there. But like I always joke, my grandma's the reason I have discipline. Without her, whew, to quote Hamilton, Buck Wild. Hamilton, that's great. Yeah, um, my grandmother is really shy and quiet. Um, Let you get away with murder. Shy and quiet. Um, no, don't beat Mo Hazel. She's the sweetest girl. She can do whatever she wants. Now I will admit, she's sweet. Grandma never gave me spankings, but she would do things like, "You got to go take a nap." And I hated that. <laughs> or she'll do things like, you can't get any dessert until you eat all your food. You can't get any of that drink over there until you eat all your food. She was just kind of like that, which ain't really, I know you probably really was like, really, really, really? Uh, she didn't give spanking, excuse me. Yeah, she never spanked me. She never really punished me. But I, but. I mean, I'll be honest. Like my grandma didn't spank me. I had a lot of IOUs, but grandma knew her grandchild. So grandma hit me with that whole, I'm so disappointed in you. I will get you in the morning. Cause half the time I did stuff wrong. There was a group of us that yeah. I always was one of many getting in trouble because I was usually the only granddaughter. I had a lot of boy cousins. So she would go into their room and get, they get their spankings first. And then I would get the, I want to make sure I give you a proper spanking mm-hmm. and I'm tired right now. Cause it was a gang of them. So I'm gonna get you in the morning. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry, but I'm so disappointed in you. That hurt me more than a spanking ever would. And by morning, I think she could see that I was remorseful. Sure. My cousins knew better than a rat on me and be like, but you didn't get yours. I'm going to go tell. You go tell if you want to. I'm going to remind her you were with me and you going to get another one. You bet not. I was that kid. Sure. But maybe we just need to, for those who do and those who don't, maybe they should get on board with checking in with their grandparents, hearing their life stories, and then, you know, maybe digging down rabbit holes to find out some of these vital players in the game. Um, I know my mother tried to find some of grandma's old boyfriends. Really? <laughs> I, I Yeah, she did. She, she tried, I've heard stories, yeah, but... We've heard the stories of it, and mom tried to find the names and try to see if she could find, but um, no luck. Yeah, but I think maybe just dig in, and surprise them with uh, finding out, you know maybe introducing now I will say mom was good with finding yes so actually my mom did to her credit so my mom is from New Jersey and when they went to go visit family in New Jersey um, my mom did find one of her friends they apparently um, had you know like raised kids together in the same area and they did meet and they actually took a picture of that they took a picture Hmm. of them hanging but the thing is she was in not in good health 
her, my grandmother's friend. And um, she did pass away this, like she, not this year, but like a year and a half ago or something like that. But mm. they never got to get that next trip to see each other again. And it would always have to be grandma, even though I think my grandmother was older. I think hmm. my grandma was older, but she was in the frailing health. But they did have that, you know, conversation and talk and chit chat a little bit. So, yeah, kind of dig. That would be a neat little present to dig into your grandparents' history, especially if they don't have friends that come around and see if you might can spark their day and, you know, rekindle some friendships. It might need to take these younger generations who have the energy, who have the time, who are scrappy with the technology to dig down some rabbit holes to figure it out. Yeah. I'm assuming all of my, cause like my grandma was from New York. Mm-hmm. Um, she moved down here for us. I'm assuming most of her friends are in New York still. Sure. It might be just old school letters or get that telephone. Yeah. Get that telephone and call, you know, like there are still some things that uh, ring true, but yeah, I, I, yeah, that would be a good challenge. I, I accept that challenge of digging down a rabbit hole and finding more. I, I, I need to talk to my mom cause my mom actually, actually did some digging on her own. She was actually really instrumental in finding some stuff for grandma. So I'll give her that. So do you fear being alone? No, I like being alone. You don't want me to come visit? That's different. Yes, you come visit. (laughs) But I guess what I'm saying is like, you got to realize too, I have siblings. So, and I'm the oldest. So I got a bunch of younger siblings that, you know, right or wrong, I expect to be around well after I'm, you know, old and gray, which is a little bit different from you because you're an only child. Yeah, so we kind of talked about this too. So with being an only child, I tend to be more aware of who's in my life that are friends and, and things like that, but I don't expect it. Like meaning like I've had to learn to stay independent in the sense of, you know, I had to be prepared to not rely on people. You know, if my parents go before me, you know, I had that reality before I was married that I might be by myself. And I, I knew would, you, but I wait, would be wait, close wait, to my cousin. I knew you before you were married. Okay, but you just you don't know. Like I guess we're talking absolutes, absolutes. Oh, I'm not what absolute. Is absolute. No, I'm not absolute. listen. That's that's not listen. Mm. Charge it mm. to my heart. But you know how I was. You. you knew how I grew up. I know. I'm just. I moved you. right. So you defied the odds. So you know. No, she that... didn't accept me until about two years ago. Stop y'all. It. Let's be Stop honest. It. Stop it. What I'm saying is just because I grew up a certain way and my mindset is a certain way doesn't mean my actions reflect that so calm it down but what i'm (laughs) saying is you ain't gonna get me hemmed up you ain't you ain't gonna twist my words today but you know in regard to just the absolutes it's guaranteed that you have blood siblings i do not it is guaranteed i'll give you one of mine you and you're the oldest so they are supposed to allegedly still be around. And I don't have that. I don't have I those guarantees. You, I'll give you one of mine. But if it makes you feel better. No, I don't want. I'm good. <gasps> I'm good. I don't want. Here's why. You, can, I, you can't take the baby, though. You can't mean? take You can't take my sister. But you can have one of the boys. I mean, yeah, she, I might do. No, you, know what you mean? can't have but, her. Um, That's the good listen, one. Listen. Um, That's the one I can rely I mean, on to take care of I mean, whichever brother will save my life. I might take them too. Really? But what I'm saying, the reason why I say I don't is because I got so used to not having that. I don't know how to act. Like, I don't play games like y'all play games that still talk. No, the way y'all as a, the way adult siblings either bicker or they play fight with each other, that blows my (laughs) mind. Y'all are all grown, period. Point blank and simple. I don't play. I don't play. 
Um, we fighting for real. I'm I'm in my feelings. Don't talk to me today. Yeah, my favorite thing to and I, we did we taught it to my niece to say that's why you're ugly. And your mama dresses you funny. Oh, we share Lord. the same mama. But we we used to say that to each other, and she says it to her brothers now. <laughs> See, that's that's messed up. <laughs> He's scarring the babies. But but yeah, I just I don't know. I just kind of grew up with the premise that the absolute is you got to be there for you, and I had to be okay with if I. But in all fairness, I try harder to maintain friendships. I don't give them up easily, especially as an adult, because I understand that those are precious and those are vital, and those are going to be important throughout my life, even when I do get older. So I do try. Fair enough. And we're going to move on before I get in trouble. (laughs) All right. So are we ready to go to Petty Word? Yes. All right. Petty Word. It's where we take a pretty shiny word out the dictionary and we learn it, absorb it, and then apply it to sentences. But on our show, we try to do it with a twist, a petty one. So with that being said, Miss Clam... Go first, girl. Okay, so my word this week is aparos. Aparos is an adjective. means tedious, wearisome. My sentence. Prior to recording, I have to put up with aparos hours of being starved to death by Mo Hazel as she eats in my face. I mean... Our friendship is petty. So, again, <laughs> you're picky. Eats in, you're picky. I'm picky. Period. I offer she her has known Oreos. She 20 Listen, plus years. I she knows what Oreos. I eat. No, I don't. I didn't know you eat okay. red velvet Oreos. Normal people eat regular Oreos if they had it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll take a different flavor too, but I can eat regular Oreos. So, when I try to offer stuff, she'd be like, oh, you didn't get the chocolate salmon covered. Really? I am not that bad. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got you're very particular in your taste, I and I'm not very trying particular, to fail. But I eat the same but crap over fire. and over again. But your drink is fire, even when you're not the one bringing the. Bottles. So she gives me alcohol and no food. I alcohol told her no to food. bring her food, but my word, Irisha, Irisha, and it's a Japanese word, Irisha. I don't think to- that's pronounced right. That doesn't sound Japanese. But go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Irisha. You. Sp- you pronounce it with an English accent. Sure. Or American I, yes. accent. Listen, I, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Arisha. It's a Japanese word. Pretending to be out when someone knocks at the door. My sentence. I found a new word that describes Miss Glam when you do not call before coming to her house. Arisha. I, I don't disagree. I love that sentence. <laughs> she said it's not petty at all. Not it's at facts. all. It's facts. <laughs> Don't show up at my house without calling. I will look at you through the peephole. I will look at you. I will answer the ring doorbell and respond. Did you call first? I ain't home. You see, that's how you're going to end up getting, you know, if, if something's happening to you, I got to call you before I come in your house. No, if I call you to come over, it's very different. Uh, if you just popping up. If I'm coming mm-mm. to check on you as a friend. I just want to check on my mm-mm. friend. You wanna, what happened the last time we showed? IPhone. I don't, my bill, it was too high. What happened the last time we knocked, the, the like the last time, the first time we knocked on someone's door without calling first. But yeah. naked footsteps. But naked footsteps. Exactly. I'm good. Don't show up at my house. I mean, but if you ain't got butt naked footsteps, answer the door. No. 
I'm not. I can understand if you have butt naked footsteps. No, then I'm, I'm not encouraging you to. If I answer the door, then you're encouraged to I'm continue different. to pop. I am by. different. You can call me from the driveway and be like, "Bitch, you, you home? see me with your ring." Okay, bitch, you home? You That's are crazy. I'm coming over. Okay. Do you see what I deal with? So if I got to deal with that, then deal with the fact that I don't have red velvet Oreos. That's just I the didn't way ask it works. for red velvet Oreos. I asked, asked for, for red velvet food, Oreos. and the only option available to me her, was Oreos. I That's not food. Cakes. I fed you. I, we I can't have even get in your house six, and you worried about food. Seven I episodes. Can't even get in your house I have had crab food. cakes twice. I'm going to be honest. I've only been in your house a handful of times. I don't you, get invited. Do you invite me to your house? I just come over. I'm bitch. I'm coming. You don't do that to me. You sometimes will just be like, I'm in the neighborhood. I don't never be in your neighborhood. You live too far. Uh, yes, you do. You be like, I used to. Where you at? Where you at? Oh, I was going to go get nails done across the street. Oh, yeah. See, yeah, that's true. See, see. That's true. See? See? That's true. Shaming me. You over here shaming me. All right, Miss Glam. Because we can Feed fuss me. and fight all day. That's why I'm skinny, y'all. Look at your ring. Look me. at your ring. She look at your ring me. and I'll feed you more. I look at my ring all day. You still ain't coming in. You didn't call first. Well, then you ain't getting no food. You know what? I'm tip going to tat. Frederick. Frederick tip will feed me. Will he? Think about that. I'm going to let you marinate. Yes, because he'll feed me milk and cereal, stuff I don't eat. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miss Glam. Yes. Is there anything left to say? Feed me, Seymour! Until next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>